Welcome to Self Mastery. My name is Ntlantla Mafarafara and I'll be your coach once again today. In this podcast, we help you to set and achieve great goals and we also help you to become the best version of yourself in order to be so good so that nobody can afford to ignore you. I have yet another exciting and very provocative session I've set up for you today and I hope you're going to enjoy it. And in the session, it's going to be lovely, trust me. But before we get to that, we're going to go back to our tradition. Remember, this is a coaching session. So in coaching, we have to always go backwards to check how far did you go? What was your intention? What did you achieve in relation to your intention? What is yet incomplete in your to-do list? Because you need to complete that, otherwise you're not progressing. What action steps are you going to take immediately to close that incomplete gap or that incomplete task within a day, within a week, or within a month? And then lastly, have you looked at your values? What are your empowering beliefs and what are your limiting values? You need to get into that. So for now, just get your piece of paper or your notepad or your journal and let's get ready for session number four. Thank you. Welcome to session number four of Self Mastery's Short Best High Achievers Coaching Program. So this is going to be called Self Leadership or Leading Yourself. This is session four. It's going to be fun. So let's get right to it and, and enjoy ourselves. And this, I'm sure, is going to be one of the shortest um, coaching sessions that we've had so far. Leadership is influence, right? And it's known. John Mestrel says everything rises and falls on leadership. So generally speaking, leadership is the ability to influence people, to maximize your own effort or the effort of others towards the achieving of a greater good or a greater goal. So you set up an agenda and then you go after it. A leader is someone who's able to question ideas and philosophies and also able to give answers. So in this case, we're going to be looking, we're looking at yourself. We're talking about yourself. Have you, do you, are you able to question your own ideas? Are you able to question your, for your philosophies? Like if you look at your beliefs, your limiting beliefs and your empowering beliefs, if you look at your passions and your values, that becomes very important as a, as a leader. Personal leadership, it's the desire and the ability to sort of crystallize your own thinking and establish a specific direction and destination for your own life. You know, it's the ability or the potential to lead yourself. And leading yourself means that you are able to define your own direction. So you determine, you set your own agenda, you set your own goal, and you're able to make yourself move in that direction with clarity, consistency, and determination. There's a book that I've read, which I recommend that you look at. It's called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy that talks about this consistency. It's so great. It'll help you. And another book by myself, Step to the Next Level. It'll help you to set up your own personal agenda, set up your goals, set up your milestone, put up your team of empowering people and, and, and be able to achieve great goals step by step without any hindrances unless the ones that you create yourself. So self-leadership, it requires that you apply yourself as a leader and you apply some general leadership to principles to personal activities. It includes the ability to choose. It includes the ability uh, to put yourself out there as a courageous person and commitment to move yourself in the direction 
by taking the commitment and or the committed activities that determine the action that is required to accomplish and to become whatever you visualize yourself in your future also so when you said when we said in the four in the past in the first session session one which is setting intentions this ability to set intentions it's it's the role of a leader and and ability to pursue or to act on the intention is the same capability of a leader so the act of leading yourself is the hardest thing that anyone can ever do but most fulfilling you know it's easy to have people following you know to, to, to it's fine when you look at people following others but it's very difficult to get those people you know to, to buy into into your your vision so imagine yourself you don't have a, anything that you're chasing off so it becomes very 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 difficult so the act of leading yourself is the ability to set your own vision and i'll talk about this in a moment to set your own action steps and to make yourself to do those particular things however the reality is that many people are given positions of leadership positions of authority and or, or to lead and and even time to lead but but it does not necessarily mean that you have the ability to lead so if you can't lead yourself why do you want to find yourself in a position of leadership and leading others the inability to lead would actually make the people that you have frustrated including yourself and the inability to lead it makes people want to assume the position of power in order to manipulate and this is where the problem is the inability to lead is a result of few missing elements which sort of help you to build your own leadership capacity. And it's very important to consider your mental disposition, your mental position, your mental ability, and your mental space as you try to uh, put yourself in a position of leadership. And the reason why we're doing this one today is so that we can help people to not find themselves portraying themselves in the public as a person that should be followed while they themselves cannot follow your ideas here's a simple example a simple question when was the last time you followed or acted on your own advice when was the last time you followed or acted on your own advice and this goes to your mental disposition a mental disposition will always determine your position in an end and, and, and it goes with your attitude as well so if you see yourself as a leader conduct yourself as such associate with people who are doing those so such things or who are behaving as leaders or who are actually leading and soon you'll find yourself in that particular space of leadership but let me quickly share five or seven so to say different critical skills that are important for 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 a leader but i'll only expand it on two number one is called envisioning number two self-awareness number three emotional intelligence number four communicating or ability to communicate number five um relationship building number six prioritization number seven character number eight self-control and self-management so let me go into this. There's just two things that I'm going to explain in vision. If you say you are a leader, you must be able to determine where your life is going and clearly define that particular place. This is what we talked about in session one, uh, setting intentions. You must know what you want to achieve by when, how, and who is going to be involved. So when you say you have a vision, you need to understand that vision has the power to change your life and it is the ability to use your own mind to capture the future. I remember Arnold Schwarzenegger once said in an interview, before I won Mr. Universe title, I walked around the tournament like I owned it. I had won that tournament so many times in my mind. The little, the title 
was, was already mine. I had already been crowned. Then when I moved on to the movies, I used the same techniques. I visualized daily being a successful actor and earning big money. Well, what did he do? He achieved what he visualized. You see, he visualized daily. It means he set daily intentions. He wake up in the morning and say, I see myself achieving this. And then he put himself at the place where he do it. And he achieved them. In psychology, this is called positive thinking. It has the power to create new realities. And as a leader, you have to see before others take the action or walk before others do. So you wake up in the morning and before a lot of things tried, people try to infuse their ideas and things about you and, and so on and so forth. You need to wake up in the morning and say, this is my day. I'm going to achieve one, two, three, four, five. And as I'm writing now, think of your intention for today and then put it down and think of an incomplete task from yesterday and put it down. And in, next to your intention, write your belief, that empowering belief that will help you to stay on course and achieve that. And then you move forward. And the second thing that, 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 that are on the skills of leadership of a leader is self-control. You see, your ability to manage yourself, your time, your emotions, and your resources is very critical in this case. If you say you're a leader, you're leading yourself, you should be very disciplined. So without discipline, even a good leader will find him or herself in the flanking side of life. So as a leader, you have to envision a future, set a big goal, draw up daily intentions, put put up your action steps within your daily intentions and determine that you're going to do that. But when you have lack of self-discipline or lack of self-control, you'll create walls of incomplete projects which will come down crumbling on you. So vision or goals or talent can actually take you up to the top as fast as anything, as fast as light. But lack of self-control can throw you down back where you started and even beneath. Let me quickly go through with you four laws of personal leadership. Then these are things that I've, I'm, 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 I'm applying, that I'm learning to apply, that I'm keep on revising and see if I'm still able to do them. And sometimes it becomes critical that you just go back and learn them in detail. In this, in this, in this coaching program, we give you only bits and pieces. The first law is called the law of pain. In the process of growth, you need to appreciate pain. Long distance swimmer Diana Knight once said, I am willing to put myself through anything, temp temporary pain or discomfort. It means nothing to me as long as I can see the, ex the, the experience will take me to a new level. The famous statement was actually said, and, and it, it, it that, that, that we've learned and de-read and re-emphasized many times says may tough times never last but tough people do this applies here painful experiences leads to profit and growth anyone who's afraid of pain denies the opportunity to grow or to become a leader the second one is called the law of intentional living if you want to understand this deeply you can buy uh, intentional living by john maxwell and and, and read this it's, it's a great book leadership and growth are elements of being intentional. It is not an accident for you to grow. It is not an accident for one to wake up and become a great person. It's an intentional activity. It is possible to find yourself in a position of leadership by accident, but to lead successfully, you will have to be intentional about it. So what do you do? Five things. One, determine what your style is and what you want to pursue. Determine where you want to go and how you want to get there. Determine who you want to take along. Remember, in your daily setting of daily intentions, you start by yourself. But for you to be able to achieve more, you need to start robbing in other people into your 
into your daily agenda. Recruit a personal board of directors. We call this the mastermind group. If you want to understand this, highlight at me. Let me coach you into building your better mastermind group. Otherwise, you can get Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. In my book, Step to the Next Level, I have a template on how to develop your mastermind group and what they do, their roles, and how you come up with monitoring plans. So you can get that book, Step to the Next Level. It's going to be great for you. Then make yourself do what you say. That is what you call it. It's called self-discipline. Discipline is the ability to make yourself do what has to be done, when it has to be done, however it has to be done, whether you feel like doing it or not. Number three, the law of self-awareness. Do you know who you are? Do you know what you want? Do you know what drives you? Do you know what ticks you off? Socrates says the unexamined life is not worth living. So do you know your values? Do you know your limiting and empowering beliefs? And how is that working for you? Number four, the law of the mirror. Learn to reflect on yourself. So maybe today you should spend time on doing that, just reflecting on yourself, on your work, on your effort, on your intentions, on your goals, reflecting on your year, and so on and so forth. So since the beginning of this coaching program, for example, or the beginning of just this month, what kind of meaningful reflections have you done? But, you know, if, 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 if you haven't done that, you need to understand that there is power in harnessing this, this, this law of, 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 of meaningful reflection or the law of, of the mirror. You, it helps you to sort of deeply analyze yourself. So you must believe that you're worth, you're worth the effort and then you look at the effort that you have put. The mirror effect means that um, you do not measure yourself against other people or what people are saying about or using other people's opinion to measure yourself, but you measure yourself against the goals that you have set by yourself, against the intentions that you have set by yourself, against the desires that you have set by yourself, against your values and missions and so on. So here are the few things that the law of the mirror requires in order for you to to, to achieve the, the great benefits. Examine your language, determine a positive attitude towards life and people. So this is the measure by which you would sort of engage and this is the measure that I engage myself as well. Everything that you hate creates a negative emotion in you. Everything that you love creates a positive emotion in you. This means that whatever controls your attitude, control how you feel, sometimes how you do things and how you behave. So you must manage that. And this goes to deeply understanding emotional intelligence. Your values, what you stand for, what you believe to be true, and what you use as a moral compass will determine the kind of people that you attract and keep. And you will also determine the kind of things that you get to, to do, the kind of goals that you get to achieve. So to understand this, go back to session three and go through the value session and values and belief session and understand it much better. Number four, your daily routine determines the kind of results that you'll get. Remember, the, we, we talk about journaling, we talk about writing, we talk about putting your thoughts down all the time. We, we, we can talk about your money management skills, your time management skills. We can talk about how, what you do with your money and, and, and so on. And what do you do when you wake up in the morning? There's something called the 5 a.m. club, the kind of things that you do every morning. The one thing that I always do now is I make sure that I read every day they have to make time for reading it becomes important there must be something that is that is fixed in my daily routine i make time to think and uh, try to imagine what, what i'm going to do every day when i get to my office i write what needs to be done and every day before i start in the same office i check what i did yesterday that becomes very important then another thing is called the law of consistency 
George Lorimba said, You've got to get up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. Give yourself a good chance to change insight. Start with simplest challenges and move forward. This law is what makes us to go back to the same restaurant all the time because you are sure that you will get the same quality as the last time. As a leader, what do you owe yourself to do in order to develop the ability to be consistent? I can go on and on and on, but it's just for you to have this short best moment of understanding certain things. And all the way, go as much as you can possibly do and get the best out of this. My name is Ntlantla. I'm going to stop this coaching session right here and still ask you to do the same. If you've enjoyed it, if you've loved it, if it is helping you, just take a moment and send it to five of your contacts on your WhatsApp list or whatever messenger that you have. Take the link and post it on Facebook, on, on Twitter, on Instagram. Make this podcast famous. Make this content fam- famous and help me to reach out to 10,000 other people to listen to it. Thank you very much. Let's meet again on session five.